Welcome to the Dental CEO Show. I'm Dr. Sam Dar. And I'm Samantha Leonard. And we are the co-founders of Stream Dental HR. We started the show to talk about everything they didn't teach us in dental school, about running a business, managing a team, and being a leader. And as the CEO and office managers, it's your responsibility to hire the right people, onboard and integrate them with the right systems, motivate, engage, and lead them to success. With our experience owning, managing, and operating six multi-million dollar practices, we learned a thing or two on what not to do and eventually what our secret formula for success was. And it all boiled down to people and processes. That's what brought us lots of profit and success. Join us as we dive into everything from hiring, leadership, communication, systems, scaling, and HR. The most fundamental pieces to turn your practice from survival mode into growth mode. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental CEO Show, a show that's dedicated to helping you have the tools that you need to successfully lead your team and business to greatness. I'm your host, Samantha Leonard, and today you guys are in for a special treat. We have an amazing guest. Uh, um, I, I think he's revolutionizing the space in marketing in our industry. We have none other than Joshua Scott. He's the owner and founder of Studio 88, and his company helps dental CEOs to rethink how to capture, how to captivate, and connect with your patients and really dominate your market. So welcome to the show, Josh. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me, Samantha. I, I love this concept and this show. I think CEO mindset is one of those things that dentistry needs way, way more of. And I know for me, my journey the last eight years doing this, like I, that's probably been one of my biggest growth areas, right? Is like how to be the CEO of a startup and then like a successful company and now like getting to be a big company and it changes you know, along the way. So Totally. So then I, I think we can definitely pick your brains outside of just marketing. I think it would be great for practice owners to even know like your experience as, you know, a CEO. And I'm sure you probably kind of took all of those lessons that you've learned and kind of helping consulting and, and supporting the doctors that you're working with as they're starting this journey, whether they're a startup or they're just looking to expand and dominate the market. So I guess before we dive into those juicy details, why don't you tell our audience a little bit more about yourself and what Studio 88 does? Yeah. So started Studio 88 eight years ago, lots of eights in that sentence. Um, <laughs> Just random at the moment. Um, I think that means luck in certain uh, in certain cultures. So hey, might be that year. <laughs> yeah, that that symbol is you know it's the infinity symbol and a lot of yeah a lot of significance around that. But we we started. I've been around dentistry for almost twenty years now, and wow. which is a little crazy to think that. But twelve of it, I worked for a practice management uh, consulting group and was always on the marketing side of stuff. Really loved marketing and was their marketing director. Helped them grow a bunch. At some point, we actually launched into this like, well, what if we built our own like marketing division? And I kind of started heading it up and working with our clients like, okay, if I were you, like consulting basis, like if I were you, here's what I would do for marketing and help them put together a plan. They would say, Josh, this is great. Like who can do it? And, you know, this was like 10, 12 years ago. And, you know, and I would send them to all the major kind of dental marketing companies but man, just wasn't thrilled with what was coming back and mm -hmm. either really poor creative work or just really bad customer service. And at the same time, I'm kind of looking around going, man, I know some really talented friends who 
I think we could put together some stuff that would be like way better. So it started off as a little hobby on the side and in the consulting group, they were like, Hey, we're not going to go this way. We, we want to focus on our core offering, which I was like, yes, hundred um, percent. But I love this. And they were kind of, my boss was like, yeah, just do it as a hobby on the side on the weekends. Don't let it interfere. I'm like, yeah, hundred percent. Gotcha. And that lasted like six months because <laughs> I think as soon as he gave me somewhat permission and, and then I just like, I loved it. So we got into it and, you know, got like three or four clients and it was still kind of part-time income. Um, and we, we were hired, but we hired our first full-time employee, but yeah, I think I, you know, I looked around honestly and it was just like dentistry needs a better story. It needs, it needs to be told better, you know, higher creativity, higher client service experience. So and then this is how it was born. And here we are today. Here we are today. It started, it wasn't this house, it was my other house, but there was uh, four of us. We started in my dining room every Monday, okay. just, you know, making it happen. And, and now we've, we just hired uh, team member number 20. Um, Amazing. Yeah. We just did like 17, number 17 or 18, 19 and 20 all within like, I think a week. So it was a little, wow. a little crazy, but um, yeah. So you talk about just like CEO and ownership mindset shifts, like from dining room to space from three to 20. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. And I think all like successful businesses, they all start in like some kind of garage or some, uh, <laughs> some dining room table where just the magic just happens. So I, I'm, I've loved watching your journey. Um, I think what you guys are doing is, like you said, is totally needed in our space. And you and I actually met, I think, like three, four years ago in Jamaica um, at the Delivering Wow Summit there. And I remember just meeting you and your team and your lovely wife and just the philosophy that you guys have, your core values. It just really resonated with me. And, you know, I've seen you. I'm into the the speaker space and just totally crushing it. Um, I heard you at the, yeah, last year or whatever, year and a half ago at the other Delivering Wow. And you were one of the speakers. And I just remember being in the audience and you captured me so much where I was actually replying back to you. So you were asking questions. And I don't know if you remember, I was the one in the audience going like, no, or yeah. (laughs) I just totally just, I felt like you were just speaking to me and I was learning so much. So, I mean, we've, from, from that moment that we've met and uh, what you've been able to do over this last, you know, three, four years is just unbelievable. And I know every business owner has been really kicked, you know, off of their trajectory or whatever plan that they had during this pandemic. So what was your experience like as a CEO going through a pandemic? Yeah, gosh, what a great question. I think, um, I think at first, I probably, in the back of my head, like I, the company I worked for before, I saw them go through like the Great Recession, right? In like 2008, 2009, you know, I was part of companies that went through recessions and things before that. And, and I think there was always, I, I had a little bit of a place in the back of my head, is that going to be scary? Is it going to be, um, yeah, like, like, are we going to make it through it? I think there was like that question. So I, um, I'm, and I'm getting a little thing saying my internet's unstable. So if I cut out, let me know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think it was, it was just reaction. It was just like, you know, we, we can do this. a lot of like good businesses come out of challenging times better. Um, you know, businesses that, that struggle and, um, aren't built on solid foundations when they go through tough times, they may not make it, but great businesses come out better. 
and just rallying together as a team, um, being vulnerable, being honest, like we didn't have to furlough anybody, uh, which was good. We kind of made that decision early on, like, uh, like we still have work to do. So I was like, if I furlough everybody, like all the work stops and, and everything, like it's probably better to work through this, which, which was a risk, but looking back, it was the right move for us. Um, and and yeah, just kind of honestly talk them through it. I mean, sometimes it was like weekly conversations where they were just like, Josh, stop. Like we just, we just want life to get on. And I'm like, but we need to talk about these things. Um, I worked a ton, you know, I'd look back and I'm like, there's part of me where I look back. I'm like, dude, you should have taken it a little bit easier on yourself and like actually enjoyed some of that time off. Like everybody else was getting, um, but yeah. you know, I think CEOs, business owners, man, when it gets challenging, you put it on your shoulders and it's literally whatever it takes. So. Yeah, no, I, what resonated with me is just like you said, it's, you know, it's, there's no certainty when things are out of your control. Unfortunately, you as the owner and the CEO, it's, you're the one who's got to solve the problems. So there's a lot of risk that you have to take. There's a lot of uncertainty, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, we've, we've got to rally together. And when you have a great supportive team who believes in what you do and you have a supporting culture, then, you know, you guys can get through anything. Yeah. Yeah. And our, our team was amazing. They, they stepped up and so many of them, I think we'll look back and it was like a defining season where they embraced leadership within the team, um, which is huge. And, and I think business leaders, we value, sometimes we feel like we're the only leader in the organization and it's all on our shoulders and that'll get you to a million. That'll get you to like 2 million, 3 million. But at some point it's like, it will stop scaling because leadership is, is the issue. And, and it's always that question of like, how do I get others to take ownership? How do I get others to step up into leadership? And I think those are some of those hidden gifts or blessings in challenging moments is if you let it, you know, if you can lead with vision, but also trust your team to step up in their own way, you'll get some leaders that rise up. And, you know, we implemented a, a leadership team this year because of that, um, because I was already feeling that, like, I can't carry this load anymore. And some people stepped up in some ways where I was like, these are the three people that should be on this leadership team, 100%. So amazing. And what has life been like since you did that? Um, it, gosh, it's great. I, it's probably my highlight of the year. I think I'm going to get to the end of 2020. And if somebody said, what's your highlight? It's going to be our leadership team. We, we call it the lead team. Um, but just because it's changed my perspective from helping people run their areas of the business to helping them lead their areas of the business and going like, okay, here, if I were you, here's how I would be helping your team, your team now step up. Um, and so it's been a blast. I think they have a good time. It's a little bit of inside track into even the numbers of the business and what we're facing mm -hmm. profitability. Um, it's, it's an inside conversation around HR issues. Um, so I think they love it too, cause it's just a higher level responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's so amazing that you've, uh, you know, been able to just create that leadership mindset and pass that on to to that team to take ownership. And then that also lets you get into your zone of genius and help you scale the business even more. So that's, that's amazing. Um, I know you kind of talked about vision and how that really helped support your business through, through the pandemic. But I know when you're working with your clients, that's kind of the first step to start building their brand and building a marketing strategy. So let's kind of dive a little bit more in, into 
how you utilize that to create an amazing campaign and an amazing story around that. Yeah, we um, we call ourselves dentistry story driven marketing agency. And what that means is we really work with our clients to get to know them, their story, what makes them unique, and then build that in the digital space. And you know this firsthand, there are some really amazing dental practices out there um, that you would never know it from looking at them online. And so it's that kind of like, well, why not? Like, like why, why, why can't we represent that, the digital version of that and let patients connect there first and then come into the practice and go, yes, this is exactly the story I was telling myself. So we kind of have this like tagline, it's your story is worth it. And we really, it's that vision, even of beginning with our clients of there is a story here and it's really worth telling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I probably weekly, if not just every other week, get a client on the phone that's like, I saw what you did with so-and-so and that's amazing because she's awesome and there's such a great story there. I don't know what you're going to find with me. <laughs> and, right. and I'm always like, look, it doesn't, this isn't about some spectacular, um, you know, novel that needs to be written. This is, it starts with like, why you became a dentist? What, like, why did you start a practice? What? what gets you up in the morning serving your patients? Uh, what brings a smile to your face? Like those things, it's, it's the story of you plus oral health, plus your community, plus serving. And, um, and I think at the end of the day, like when we build marketing around that, I really believe truly it's better marketing because it's actually true and authentic. You know, there's a whole nother world of marketing where it's like, okay, what gets clicked the most? What offers stand out? what's you know let's do it like this because it gets more attention and and that's the whole news clickbait is just like to one extreme of that i think there's another side of it where it's like hey authenticity and values um yeah it it speaks human to the other side so yeah no i i agree with you and i think like you said sometimes when i've gone onto client websites and it's just a generic photo, a stock photo that I've seen on probably 10 other websites and reading their vision, mission, core values. And it's the same thing as those other 10 websites. So like you said, to to a patient who's looking for a dentist, somebody to be able to trust them um, with their oral health needs and, uh, you know, trusting their family, right? If they're bringing their children to you. Um, So when they come onto a website, what's going to give them that feeling that, resonates with them and goes, okay, I'm going to call this doctor versus the other 10 websites that look identical that I've already called. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it's super interesting because a lot of thought in this space is like, well, you're a dentist. So let's talk about your services and, and describe those and lead with those and all the, you know, but I, I think there's like the what of, of it. And then there's like the why, and everybody knows you're a dentist. Like they're actually at your page because of that. And I think most people have a fairly good understanding of what that entails and what you do. I mean, there's some stuff where, yes, like implants and Visalign, like we should be talking about some of that stuff, but there's the why, like, why are you doing this? Why do you practice this way? Like why, why your team, why the spot? So, you know, it's, it's a conversation about talking more about that. Um, We recently just started with a client who said, he's like, I actually don't want a page of services. I want a page where these are my favorite like sushi restaurants to eat at. Um, And and it's like, it's actually a really cool concept. What we're going to be creating with them is actually going to be out of the box for even us. But 
um, it's it's like, well, if you're in this area, which it's, it's a really well-known metropolitan city in a downtown urban uh, population, if, if we connect, if you're like, oh my gosh, I love that sushi place too. Yeah. Now there's like, now we've got connection. Now we've got shared values. Now we've got trust because they're like, oh, that place is good. If you like, if you go there for sushi, then I know I can trust you with my dental care, which seems <laughs> silly, but it's a very natural progression. Totally, totally. And I, I love the word that you used about authenticity. And I think when you put that personality in there and, you know, even them knowing why you decided to become a dentist or why you decided to move back to your hometown to build, a, you know, your practice, you know, those are the stories that people just fall in love with. And we can even see that, I mean, in our social media, like people who these influencers who are showing their story of what they're, where they like to go and eat, where they like to travel, what their favorite clothes are. That's what people are looking for right now. It's, it's crazy how things have, have changed. So I, I guess with that, you know, storytelling, what are some other things that you feel um, practice owners can really build off of that to capture their market? Yeah, I, I think it's a lot of it's a question or a conversation around creating custom content. Um, you know, I'm, we're a big believer from our very first website, we did a, a custom photography shoot and we've never looked back. I, we've never built a site with stock photos uh, ever, won't, won't do it. And, and that is truly a unique spot for us, even in the space uh, with our competitors, because uh, as far as I know, to this point, we're still the only agency that will do, will do that. There are other companies that have a custom photography option, but they'll still build some other stuff with stock photos. And, you know, I think for us, it's just like that's at our core values of if we're really going to tell your story and mean that, then how can we do that with stock photos? And I think for me, it's like it's just that visual of, of how do we connect with patients? And there's no better way you know, right now, even like you talk about video, there's no better way to create trust in a digital environment than with video. And so, you know, if you're trying to get patients to come in with a higher level of trust value, higher case acceptance, um, uh, referring more, staying in the practice longer, you know, video is just, it's a relatively inexpensive marketing tool for that. So, you know, I think thinking through things like that, how can we create photography? How can we create video? Which is like a really interesting question because now it's like, there's this like media component now to running a business. And, right. and I know a lot of people it's like, I just want to practice dentistry and, and yet there's HR and there's, you know, leadership and there's all these things. And now I'm like, and you're also kind of a media company. Like we need to be creating photography and video as well. But you know, it's just that organic, authentic content, whether it's your site, whether it's social, whether it's the photography video, it's, for me, it's really a move towards dentistry is so high tech, which I love. Uh, I think that's one of the most amazing stories about dentistry. I mean, we had 3D printing like a decade ago. And, um, but yet when marketing moves that way too, and everything becomes so automated and so high tech, for me, it's a little bit of a like, hold on time out there's still humans on the other side of it and it has its place. But as things become more high tech, I also see a huge need to become more high touch within that space. So it's marketing that creates that. Well, I just love everything that you said. And as I'm starting to, you know, think about all of the, the websites that I've seen that you guys have created and just this amazing story that you really built around it, even just the videos that you create for your clients, they're not, they're very, 
they're very personal. It's almost like you're just kind of having this, this little interview with them, really getting down to their core, really helping them communicate, um, you know, their why and their story. And then how you guys edit it in such a way is just beautiful. And I have yet to see anyone else do what you guys do out there. So I, I, I think this is definitely needed uh, for, for practices. And I guess my next question for you in terms of the video space, because I know you touch on it of, you know, this is almost kind of like a separate department in these, you know, dental business owners, what they need to be thinking about. But what do you say to those practice owners who are just, they're introverts and they're shy and they just, you know, they don't, they feel totally out of their comfort zone talking to, about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a great question. And, um, I get pushed back on it. I mean, a good amount as if, if I'm talking to them, like, okay, we can do a photography site, we can do a video site. And they're like, Oh, uh, I'm, I don't know that I'm ready for that. Um, we we've built a really good process for it. Um, I'll tell you our very first video production we set, we did or project, it was a client about an hour from here. And so we go over and I think we took like four people. So we had this big team and we're like, Hey, let's, and we had the equipment and I knew we could confidently produce it. But what happened was we set up the camera and the lights. We're in the practice and we're like, okay, talk about your team culture. And, and she kind of got in front of camera and just went like, like robotic, like here at X, Y, Z. And we all looked at each other, like, what, what is going on? Like, you know, you can sit there and have a conversation with her, but as soon as the camera came into play, it was just like, yeah. here's this, and lots of people do that. And it's, and, and it's this, uh, I don't know, it's whether it's, um, I'm not entirely sure what it is, but I think with camera and lights, it can be a little intimidating. And so, you know, we, our videographers, number one, are really, really good with people. Um, I hire them based on two criteria. They have to be super talented, but they have to have great people management skills as well. And so we actually now, like even the way we set it up, simple things, like when we do a video production, it's interview off camera. So they're not, the client's not looking at a camera, like the camera's right in front of them. There's two, two or three cameras, but they're looking off to an interviewer and we set it up very conversational. Um, we have questions that we send over to them, but it's, it's almost like they're sitting chair side with a patient, which they do every day. So we try to like mimic that and, and just put them at ease. You know, this is... Um, we're not trying to give an exhaustive um, piece about, you know, your practice and its history or all the reasons patients should choose you. It's mm-hmm. a conversation with somebody on the other side of it. So I think that just really helps lower that, the intimidation of it. And but yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge sometimes. Yeah, no, I, I know for, you know, speaking in front of people at a, at a conference or wow. doing video for the first time or doing a podcast for the first time, like mm-hmm. it is totally a different type of communication, right? Like it's a different type of. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Join us on our next episode for more great conversations, strategies, and inspirations to help you grow and scale your team and business. If you love our show, make sure to leave a review, share it with your fellow dental friends, and remember to follow us and join our email list at streamdentalhr.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and even TikTok. See you next time.